Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Hi, Good Russell. Morning. Hi, everyone. everyone. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this new day. We thank you for the very gift of Christmas. You announced your coming throughout the ages. And we're reflecting on that this day as well. And we thank you, Lord, that you came for us. And because of your coming, we have that hope of life. We have that opportunity to be salvaged, to be saved. That we might not just stand with, under judgment and have no other option of exiting out of it. Out of that judgment. That we might not end up only in sin and death, but we have the option to choose life. We thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice you paid for our behalf. We thank you, Father, that you gave of your only Son. We thank you, Lord, that because you live, so we live also. And it is your righteousness that we wear when we stand in that box of judgment. So that when the accuser points a finger, the father looks at our face, but he sees your righteousness that we wear as a robe. Thank you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts. That we shall not be worried about our guilt, about our shame, about our sin, about our limitations, about our vulnerabilities, about our failures, about all the storms in our life. We shall not be worried about the crowns that we wear that have brought our downfall. But you are ever willing to raise us up. By your word and by your spirit, you nurture and feed us. You educate us. You bring light into our life. And you raise us up. And that same peace and joy, Lord, that is life-giving. That breath that you put back into us of hope, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you personally, do not have a relationship with you at all, and with all those that do not want to know you. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit, Father, this day. As we make our prayer, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator. We make our prayer in the name of the God of overflow, the God of miracles, the one who is our refuge and portion in the land of the living. The Lord, the strength of our salvation, who has covered our heads in the day of battle. This is what his word says. The one who is ever gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, the great I am. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. The one who is our daily bread, manna fed straight down from heaven to us. The one who is 
the Lord our redemption, the God of our salvation, the rock our refuge on which we build the foundation of our Christian experience. Our church. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the hand of the father that brought all creation into existence at his spoken word, the one who changes the times and the seasons, the one who brings us light and revelation, the one who heals our backsliding, the one who has made now his tabernacle within us. He gives life to our mortal body. It is he who raises us up, given to us to be our advocate, but also to be our teacher, to be our friend, to be our intercessor, our strengthener, our standby. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. And that system of prayer where we can legally authorize your word and your spirit when we speak it to go out and do what we have commanded it in accordance with your will. You have given us angels and destiny helpers. To fill all those gaps, Father, where we fall short. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. That we might not be found weak in the day of battle. But you equip us with the strength of your word and all those spiritual gifts that help us stand up. We thank you, Lord, that it is your plan for us to live in abundance. And that is what you came to give us. Bring us out of slavery, out of bondage. Into a life in your kingdom. Where we live in accordance with your ways, the culture and the rules that you set. We thank you, Lord, for everything in our life this day. The very fact that we are alive, that we are breathing, that we are healthy, that we are well, that we have a roof over our head, food on our table, work of our hands you have given us so that we have an income to pay our bills and to lead a good life. We thank you, Father, for the gift of family, for the gift of children that you did not take that blessing, that opportunity away from us for our sinfulness. We thank you, Lord, that you have not let harsh environment and weather come upon us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with good colleagues at work. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with good family, people that love and care about us unconditionally, and certain friends as well in our friend circle, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have placed us in the midst of your community of believers. You have blessed us with that privilege to be part of this prayer group that you show your favor upon, where your presence hovers over. We thank you, Lord, that you are merciful to us. You renew that mercy every morning and are ever willing to pour out your grace when we call on your name in faith. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By your precious blood, Jesus. We declare it as our hedge of protection in the spirit. 
that the person, the body of every person, their family, their homes, their assets, their jobs, their finances, their investments, their incomes, they're going in, they're coming out. In every way, that they shall be the head and not the tail. That they shall always be above and never below. Let your ways be impressed upon our hearts, Lord. Etched upon the tablets of our mind. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. And I declare that it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. And I send it in faith in the name that is above all names, the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of life, the power of life in our tongue. Yesterday, we reflected on what Emmanuel, that is God with us, meant for us. The presence of his word and his spirit dwelling in us. The abundance of his glory shining through. And today, I'd like to look at some more prophetic scriptures on this topic. Yesterday we saw the prophecy of Isaiah, where he prophesied 700 years before the birth of Jesus that a virgin would give birth to the son and he would be named Emmanuel. And that was the sign that God was to give his people. But the actual plan started long before that. It was from the foundations of the earth. God thought this through and planned his visit very well. And he did not even hide it, but he revealed it at all, at different times, all throughout scriptures in the Bible, all throughout timeline. You can see that in Revelations 13 verse 8 and Hebrews 9 verse 26, which tell us that the lamb was slain from the beginning, from the foundation of the world. So he was prepared even before Adam sinned. He had covered all sides. There was no question of what if. What if Adam sinned? Let's look at what God said about the coming. Now these are his own words which have been captured at different parts in the Bible. Leviticus 26 verse 11 and 12. I will make my dwelling among you and my soul will not reject nor separate itself from you. I will walk among you and be your God and you shall be my people. Now, the Bible also talks about God dwelling in the midst of his people in other places in the book of Psalms. It was as though 
His tent was to be set up, to be pitched in the center of their camp. And then we have John 1 verse 14 that says, The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. You see the fulfillment of Leviticus 26 straight there. Now listen to the next one. This is from Zechariah, the last book before the New Testament started. Zechariah 2 verses 10 to 12. Let's say, sing for joy and rejoice, O daughter of Zion. That daughter of Zion is Jerusalem, now the city, the people. For behold, I am coming and I will dwell in your midst, declares the Lord. Many nations shall join themselves to the Lord in that day and shall be my people. And I will dwell in your midst and you shall know, you shall recognize and understand fully that the Lord of hosts, pay attention to this last bit now, that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. This is Jesus talking now, it's very clear. Where he says, the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. He declared his own coming. So God sent his son, foretold here in Zechariah. And then you see that in John 3.16, where it says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. The next one, Isaiah, back to Isaiah now. Isaiah 48, verse 16. Draw near to me, hear this. From the beginning, I have not spoken in secret. So he's saying here, I have not spoken in secret, I have spoken openly. From the time it came to be, I have been there. And now the Lord God has sent me and his spirit. Do you see here Jesus speaking again? The Lord God has sent me and his spirit. So when you look at that, it is he has sent me and he has sent his spirit as well. Both. So not just the word, but the word and the spirit. And then that word became flesh. And the Bible says in John 1, 14, he was full of grace and truth. And then he also added the sign where he said, the virgin would conceive and give birth. Now this defies science and all logic, but that's how he works. I can just imagine the Jewish scholars of the day going, this is not possible. If it were within logic, however, it would not be counted as a sign, as something impossible for us. It had to be something of that nature, that level, that extent. It had to be extraordinary for us to be, for us, for it to be impossible for us to comprehend with our mind. It had to be something that we would understand only by faith. that then he would be called the Son of God. Now, Revelations 21, which talks about the new heaven and the new earth, the new city of Jerusalem, summarizes all of these verses that we have been looking at in the one place. 
as if in fulfillment of all the prophecies from the Old Testament. So Revelations 21, verse 3 and 4, they say, now this is John, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among his people and he will dwell with them. So you see this from Leviticus 26, fulfilled here. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. That was also mentioned in Jeremiah 32 verse 38. So that's again fulfillment of that scripture where God said, I will gather my people from all the lands and bring them home. You saw that just now in Zechariah 2 verse 10 to 12 where he said, many nations shall join themselves to the Lord in that day. You see that being mentioned here in Revelations. Fulfillment. And then verse 4. Revelations 21 verse 4 now. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death. Or mourning. Or crying. Or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. And by that he meant the rule of law and punishment, judgment, is now replaced with the rule of life, of mercy, and of grace. God made a way for, for him to be with us, to be with his people forever. Now it is up to us to choose. He has extended his hand and said, Emmanuel, God is willing to be with you. You get to choose whether you will accept that hand, that is the question that we must ask ourselves and ask our families as well this Christmas. What does it mean to you? What does Emmanuel mean to you? Are we just going to sing it as a hymn, as a Christmas carol, and then forget about it on the 26th? Or is it going to have some effect on, on our spiritual life? What are we going to choose? That is for each of us to decide. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask of you, Lord, to open our hearts. Each one that ponders over that question, let your revelation touch us, Lord, individually, personally, that that experience we have with you is not a group experience as part of this prayer group. It is not a reflection that is shared, recorded, and we hear or listen to. But it is your personal experience that we have there, Emmanuel. What does that really mean for me in my personal life, my relationship, my journey with God? Open up our understanding, Father. Let us see that truth. Let us experience your spirit so that your truth and your spirit bring that liberation, bring that freedom in our lives. And then let us testify of it to all those around us carrying that gospel that you put on our hearts, Lord. 
We ask for that edification in our spirit today, Father. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division and separation. We pray also, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Especially that of ignorance of your word. Of poverty that keeps your people in subjection and busyness. Just only trying to pay our bills so that there is not enough time to seek you. We pray for that time redemption, Father. And we pray against prayerlessness above all. That connectivity with you that must be maintained and strengthened. Without which we are powerless. We are helpless. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well. Especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us. That you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other and with your, and with your spirit as well, Lord. We believe that prayer made under an open heaven is an answered prayer. We believe that we have received. We now release that faith, the measure that you have given us, the full measure, Lord, we release. We do not doubt in our heart and there is no fear that keeps us behind. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues to use, to release your tongue and your faith Unmute your mic, ask the Holy Spirit to take over, start with one syllable. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Ascalabranto <laughs> In the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord, we say in agreement. Thank you, Jesus, for answered prayer. Scripture that was put on my heart this morning is from Romans 8, 18 to 21. I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subject to fertility, not of its own will, but by the will of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and obtain the glorious liberty of the children of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Isaiah 42, verses 1 to 4, quoted from the NIV that talks about the servant of the Lord. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. In faithfulness he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his teaching, the islands will put their hope. And then the second one is from the book of Exodus, chapter 14, verse 14, quoted from the Amplified Version. That says, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace and remain at rest. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share these, the links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube. 
the morning encounters, the Friday Bible study, and our daily rosary and divine mercy are all aired live on both these platforms. The link is the same for all three. So you can share that link or you can share them links to our YouTube page, our Facebook page, or even our podcast channels on Spotify, where all of these recordings are stored. Also a reminder that there will be no Bible study session this evening. Please share that message with others that you know in your friend circles that would normally attend that session. There's no Bible study session this evening as well as next Friday. Our next session will be directly on the first Friday in the new year. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless thank everyone. You, God bless everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Russell.